Every morning, as the children are coming to school, one of the priests is out there uh, standing by and greeting the kids as they come to Mass. And I, I do it with them as well myself, Father Martin and Father Robinson. But something that I enjoy very much is that when the kids are getting out of their cars, um, every child is told by their parents, I love you, which is something that is very nice indeed. It's also very cute when the kids respond, I love you too, especially if they're three years of age, and uh, that little chirp, like, uh, I love you too. So it's, it's a beautiful thing, and love is important. Love is everything. And, and that is why we are created as human beings. That is our purpose in life. That is why God created us. That is when we are loving, we are at our best. We are who God made us to be, our people who are lovers. So it is important that we remind ourselves that we are made to be people who love. And uh, when we reflect on on the message of today and Christ's message, um, and in particularly in this gospel, it brings to conclusion the entire teachings of Jesus Christ. So that means it is something that is, is of intimate importance, of, 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 of great importance to Christ, is this commandment to love, to love. Now, what we have to, you know, when people, the kids are hearing from their parents, I love you, and, and they're responding, they are operating out of a particular kind of love. That, that's a love that has affection, that has, has that intimacy of a relationship of a parent to a child and a child to a parent. But that is not the type of love that Jesus is talking about in today's gospel. It's not affectionate love. It's a different kind of love. So it's important that we look and see what exactly Jesus, the type of love that Jesus is talking about. And we do that, we can see that it is a love that we are called to that can be incredibly challenging. When Jesus talks about the love that he is talking about, it's not uh, love your neighbor as yourself. Do for others what you'd want them to do for you. Because those, that different those two teachings of Jesus could be used even in secular society. Who doesn't want to be treated, treat other people as they, they want to be treated? Who, uh, you know, love as, as, you know, loving in that way as well. It's, it, it, it can happen even without God. But what Jesus says, especially at the end of his life at the Eucharist, love one another as I have loved you. And that is very profound and very challenging. Jesus wants us to love every human being as he has loved us. And when he said that, that created a new norm for society, and especially a new norm for his disciples. 
It is interesting that Peter denied it at first when he rejected the washing of the feet. He was rejecting the love that Jesus was offering him, which was the profound love of friendship, the same love that Jesus had with the Father that he was offering now to his disciples and he offers us to us. The love that Jesus was talking about, first of all, it began with the invitation, the invitation to friendship, the invitation to love God and love your neighbor. Jesus put that love on the same level, the love of God and the love of humankind. To Jesus, they were the same. Actually, the ability to love humankind through Jesus was a signal of how real your love was for God. Jesus didn't want anyone to be excluded in any way from love. And he said that, and that what he lived was, it wasn't that, that love was given because it was deserved. Love was given because it was needed. So he's inviting us to love even our known enemies. And the love that he's talking about is the word, um, it's pronounced differently here than in Europe, is agape love. A love that is redemptive forgiving and creative giving. Redemptive forgiving and creative giving. So it's, what is integral to it is, is forgiveness and seeking the good of the other person. And this is what God expects of us. This is why he's created us, that we would be this, this is what we, we are, when we do this, this is when we are at our best. It is, a, it is what he wants us to bring into the world. It's our mission. And it's the type of love that God wants us to have because Jesus gave to us what he received from the Father. And he wants to give the same thing to us. It's a Eucharistic love out of thanksgiving and gratitude that he gives to us because his forgiveness for us is complete and he always desires what's best for us. So he calls us at this time in the world in which we live in today, in this time, in this place, to be that forgiveness and seeking the good of other, irrespective of who people are that we encounter. Even if we don't even feeling-wise like them, this is the way God is inviting us to relate to the world and to everyone. And what we have to remember as well is that the love that Jesus is talking about proves itself in action, and it is not just in words. And that is uh, something that, that we are invited to do as well, to put the command to love into action in our lives. What I read recently was that 
Hate is not the opposite of love. What is the opposite of love is indifference. And how easily all of us can become indifferent to those who are in most need of our love in the world in which we live in today. Let me give you an example. We have a wonderful group of parishioners who are court-appointed advocates for children who are in the foster care program. And, and I was speaking to, to some of them who are involved, and they were telling me that, that there is like an avalanche of kids who are entering into, the, and because they're in the foster care program, they have been abused in one way or another. Even as little kids, their life has been incredibly difficult. And they said that they have over a hundred people, hundred kids, in Lake County alone, looking for somebody who will advocate for them. But none of this is known, and it doesn't seem to be a priority for people. In the, and this could be sorted out, even to be honest with you, we have the potential here at St. Joe's to fix this tomorrow if people would sign up as court-appointed advocates. And even if a child is in that and they've suffered abuse, they have to wait eight months before they get an appointment to see a therapist. So the kind of love that Jesus is talking about is a love that, that flows out to the most insignificant in compassion, in a desire to, to do what is right and, and, and to, to uplift those who are oppressed. It is a love that is forgiving, that never defines a person by faults and failures um, or by what we see as wrong in them. It really is a revolution, a revolution of love of God's love in the world in which we live in. It's a challenging love because it's inviting us to relate to people through forgiveness and seeking the good of the stranger, of our enemy, of the vulnerable, of all of those people. And when we do that, we are being most whom God has created us to be. When we do that, we will be filled. We will be at peace. We will be satisfied. We will be true to who we are, whom God has created us in his image and likeness. God is love, and those who dwell in love dwell in God. Let us contemplate the conclusion of Jesus' teaching in Matthew's Gospel, to love God and love our neighbor. And let us take a step in that direction, in fulfilling that and becoming whom God has placed us in the world to be today.